0: The key to sustainable leadership lies in the ability to thrive in uncertainty, ambiguity, and change. Grand Heron International brings you the Coaching Assistance Program, giving your employees on-demand coaching to manage through a challenging situation and arrive at a solution. Visit grandheroninternational.ca slash podcast. To learn more,
1: this podcast is part of the
2: C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business.
1: Welcome to the Keep Leading Podcast, a podcast dedicated to promoting leadership development and sharing leadership insights. Here's your host, the Leadership Accelerator, Eddie Turner
0: oh right that does it we are now officially live <laughs> we are indeed all right let's see here want to make sure i put everything back as we try that for the first time <laughs> so with that <laughs> thank you rainbow <laughs> with that i want to say hello everyone welcome to keep Leading Live, the video version of the Keep Leading podcast. Today, I am streaming live on YouTube and Facebook as I do every Monday at 1 o'clock PM Central Standard Time. Today, of course, is not Monday. This is the first time I'm streaming live on a Friday and the first time I am streaming. On LinkedIn Live. So I want to extend a very warm welcome to all of you who have tuned in and joined us on all three platforms. It like the Keep Leading live stream, like the Keep Leading podcast, is dedicated to leadership development and insights. I'm your host, Eddie Turner, the Leadership Accelerator. I work with leaders to accelerate performance. And drive impact. What is the secret to success? My guest today says there's no success without leadership. My guest today is best selling author and founder of Smart Hustle Media, Raymond Ray. And you see him right there with me.
2: (laughs) Thanks for having me here, man.
0: Raymond Ray is the author of four books. He's been an expert witness for the United States Congress. He spoke at the White House on personal branding. Raymond interviewed President Obama in the president's first live video chat and was with Ivanka Trump. At the Global Entrepreneurship Summit in India, Raymond is a very impressive gentleman, and for these reasons and more, I am excited to welcome Raymond Ray with me today.
2: No, you are also Eddie. Thanks for having me. <laughs> to leading live the live stream on Friday, I appreciate being with you, serving your audience, whether you can hear me or not. Thanks for having me.
0: All right, fantastic. So. Wait, Let's talk about uh, how you and I met. And to talk about how you and I met, there's something that I want to share and ask you about, uh, okay. and, and get your uh, your feedback on. You're not going to embarrass me, right? Well, I don't know if you consider it embarrassing or, or not. You you, you <laughs> might consider it embarrassing. Let's see. Let's we'll see. Let's we'll uh, see if I can now recover from my 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 earlier mishap. Oh, that's all good. <laughs> Okay, if I can recover from my earlier mishap, the first time I met you was February
2: 2016. Okay. okay. Remember that shot? I do remember that. I was that was I was you you welcomed me and greeted me. I was a new NSA member, I believe, at that photo. Yes, maybe. Oh, I didn't realize you were new. I think. Or you that had just come from Houston, I believe, and visited us, I believe. Something like well, that. I was living in New York at the time. That was my oh. first meeting at the New York chapter of the National Speakers Association. Maybe it was at first. Maybe I was greeting you. Either way, I do remember that picture. Absolutely. We were that brothers. My, that, yes, we were brothers.
0: That was my first time. And now my screen just went to sleep on me. <laughs> this is just a fun day here. Let's try this again. There we go. So that was the first time we met. And then another cool shot that I uh, pulled from the archives is when we were together last year at the at Influence 2019. Oh, yes,
2: Yes, that was nice. That was the time. Absolutely,
0: Influence Twenty Nineteen. Yes, that was uh, something special. And uh, tell everybody the reason why Influence Twenty Nineteen was so special.
2: Uh, well, I know why influence Influence in general is special because it's just full of thousands and thousands of speakers. But what are you getting at? Tell me, do tell.
0: <laughs> uh, does this picture bring it back to mind for you? Let's. See oh, sorry, you're... sorry, you can't see the picture.
2: Oh, Not I, I yet. lost, I lost the screen. Let me try that again. No problem. The All excited, right. The excitement is is uh, palpitating. I think is the English word. I believe. <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh yes, we receive the. Certified Speaking Professional Award, and the three, six of us there from the New York City chapter are wearing our bronze medallions. Absolutely. Yes.
0: Yes. So I, I, I uh, the last picture I showed you didn't see, so I, I goofed. So we, uh, Influence 2019 will always be special to you and I, because we are part of the class of 2019 of Certified yes. Speaking Professional credential holders.
2: Yes. And I think that was one of the first times I had my new shoes from Cole Hound, which I was very proud of, and I haven't worn for months.
0: Oh, they were they were awesome. You know, it's funny you say that Uh, my wife uh, had me take her someplace yesterday and it was the first time I put on shoes. since March 12th. And I I remember saying it felt so weird. And so, uh,
2: yes. And finally, one last good memory. Talk about this photo here. One of my absolute favorites. That is the power photo we got together. I think Marquesa and uh, Michelle led that. We had a CSP mastermind. We all went outside and stood like heroes and rock stars and took our photos and blocked traffic. And, yes. Uh, had a good time.
0: <laughs> yes. So I absolutely love that photo. I think that's just great memories for us. Indeed. Indeed. Yes, good stuff. So, uh, that uh, so. Enough for sharing that. Let's talk now about what we're here to talk about today. You said there's no success without leadership. So, what I'd love to understand is your leadership
2: journey. Sure, absolutely. And I'll give a summary of it, and then you can you're welcome to unpack this as best it can. But the nutshell of it is, as you know, uh, Eddie, I've started four small companies. You know, not big, big, billion dollar companies, but I have started four companies, and I've sold two companies. So I've exited, as it were, written multiple books and been on stages around the world, et cetera. So I've had some measure of success, and I thank God for that. However, only, Eddie, as I've shared a few in the last year, two years maybe, could be a little more, but I think about two years, have I discovered and been on this journey of what it means to be a leader. And that's been through podcasts like yours, popular books I've read, et cetera. And I've realized that when I say no true success, but you know, of course, you can have some measure of success, but especially in business and even in your family, Eddie, if you're not being a leader. And for me, the simple, I'm the new kid, so I I need to learn a lot more. But for me, being a leader is two things. A, are you able to inspire people? And are you able to ensure that the right people are doing the right things at the right time, delegating and that your team is functioning? That's really what a leader, you don't have to be smart, but you have to be able to inspire people. So for me, Eddie, I've realized that my business has grown. I've been able to think a bit more maturely, even though I have a lot more to grow and I'm still figuring it out because I now have the mindset, not of a guy who can use Twitter, not somebody who just clicking a button to measure their profit and loss, which is important. Not somebody who's wondering what graphics should I have on my website, but the element I was missing of being a leader. And that's why I think your podcast and the things you do, Eddie, are so important because that leadership is what I was missing. And, and, and I think I had some of it, didn't know what to call it, but now I have a framework of how to think as being a leader.
0: Excellent. So the, do you have a particular framework that you like to use when you're operating as a leader?
2: Sure, and so not I don't I don't have that doubt in yet. I'm still learning. I'm, I'm like okay. a baby leader. But so when I say framework, at least I'm cognizant of things like this. And, and don't laugh at me, Eddie, and anybody who's listening to this who's like a leader professional. Don't laugh. Things like let me have a team meeting. Okay. Let me have an agenda. L- oh, let me check in with my team. Small team, five six people. See how they're doing. Okay, let me. It's been a month now. Let me rethink. Is this the best thing that Jenny should do? So for me, Eddie, when I say leader, that's what I mean. In the simple form, I'm like a baby leadership stage, as I'd say, and just learning those things, not just, you know, did we get people signed up at an event, which is, you know, I can do well. Did I mm-hmm. sell sponsorships? That's what I do well. But I'm doing things like, am I, do, am I doing even the right things? Ramon, stop. Should somebody else in your team be doing this? That's the kind of thing over the last several months I've been more cognizant of and I believe it's helped me just in my small business.
0: Wonderful. Wonderful. Now, speaking of small business, you have started four businesses and impressively, not only starting four businesses, you sold two of those businesses. But you said something that I found very interesting. You said it's only recently
2: that you've started to feel like you're a success. Talk about that. Yeah. And I think, so here's why I say that. And I think part of it's, you know, my faith and other things, but I think that the, as far as the leadership in this discussion, I believe I've only realized I'm a success because I think in the past I didn't realize the potential I had. And I, sometimes I wonder, not like the guy who spilled milk and and, and fretting over it. I don't have that, but just, I think wistfully, what could I have been better if I was a better leader 20 years ago? What could have happened if I was, if I was more purposely leading 10 years ago. So that's kind of why I say I kind of wonder, hmm, if I would only known then what I've known now, I wonder how things would have been. So I'm blessed, I'm happy, I'm grateful, all is well. It's just that's the kind of thing I think, is that where could I have been? What could I have done? How would it have been? if I would have been a better leader uh, back then and had some framework or thinking. And that's why today, as I build Smart Hustle, my fourth company, I do have visions of team and leadership and building it. Maybe I can sell it if I choose one day. I, again, but it'll be even a, a better company, better managed company. Uh, I'll be less stressed, but even maybe be able to do better and bigger things because all because of leadership. And, and Eddie, as you know, you can have technology. Sure, you can do technology. But I think the leadership element that's really where I think it, it comes back to some cool things, um, uh, being a leader. It's, it's beyond technology, beyond tech, beyond speeds and feeds. So that's what I think it is.
0: Beyond technology, beyond tech. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Today of all days. Indeed, indeed, That wasn't a dig at you, Eddie.
0: <laughs> I know. I didn't take it as such. Okay. But yes, yes. So no matter how much we test and how much we try things. But good. We, we learn and we, we keep moving. That's right. Now, speaking of Smart Hustle, I absolutely love that name because all of us find ourselves hustling, yes. especially today, right? Given everything that we're going through, trying to make it happen, trying to be successful either as a entrepreneur outside of organizational structures, or as one magazine I read said, the entrepreneurs mm. those who have the entrepreneurial mindset inside. Yes. What made you start Smart Hustle Media?
2: Yeah. Uh, you know, so my business before this, Eddie, was smallbiztechnology.com, which is great. It was a blog and I had an event uh, with it. And I was just I tired, maybe the wrong word, but that's the best English word I can think of right now. Tired of being the tech guy. Everybody knew the tech evangelist, the small biz tech person. That's not the moniker I wanted. Um, I just, tech is very, you know, take a thing like, uh, let's say, um, this pen or something like that. You know, I'd get press releases. We're no longer, you know, version one of this pen. We're version two. This pen is now faster. I was just tired of that. I didn't want to be the PC magazine, the CNET anymore. Small business because I find there's a limit, you know. Now, of course, we're getting into AI and machine learning, but that just wasn't my space. So I said, But at the same time, as I was on this journey of being a leader and interviewing entrepreneurs, what I liked was entrepreneurship. So that's why I think it's four years ago, five years, I forgot the time when I first started Smart Hustle, but I bought the domain. Um, And that's a story in itself, paid some good money for it. And I said, let me launch a magazine, a print magazine to compete with other magazines. So that vision, I did print some issues. Didn't happen quite as I wanted any, but I must say today, Smart Hustle is a online event company, you know, smarthustle.com. I do live online events. I've done several in-person events and I have a good book of sponsors who sponsor the things that we do at Smart Hustle. So, and of course, as a speaker. So that's why I started Eddie, because I just wanted to move out of that tech space and being the tech guy and speeds and feeds, reviewing keyboards and printers and mice. It's good. It's a need, but I just, I just got tired of it. And that's, and right now, I think I found my, my journey. And I think the world of entrepreneurship is so broad, and I, can, I, I have much more joy to interview smart hustlers, other people, and find out about their journey, whether very small ones or people like Damon John or Sarah Blakely or whoever it may be. So that's why I launched Smart Hustle and I'm pretty happy about it. Excellent, excellent,
0: I love it, it's, it's great. You have interviewed some really big names. We'll have more right after this.
1: This podcast is sponsored by Eddie Turner, LLC. Organizations who need to accelerate the development of their leaders call Eddie Turner the Leadership Accelerator. Eddie works with leaders to accelerate performance and drive impact. Call Eddie Turner to help your leaders one-on-one as their coach or to inspire them as a group through the power of facilitation or a keynote address. Visit eddieturnerllc.com to learn more. This is Haley Foster, the short talk expert, and you're listening to the Keep Leading Podcast with Eddie Turner.
0: What I want to talk about now is uh, my friends over at Grand Heron International. The key to sustainable leadership lies in the ability to thrive during uncertainty, ambiguity, and change. Grand Heron International brings you the coaching assistance program, giving your employees on-demand coaching to manage through a challenging situation and arrive at a solution. Visit grandheron.ca slash podcast to learn more. And you see that here in the screen. The next one I want to tell you about is Good Pods. You've heard about the world's largest site for books, and that is uh, Goodreads, uh, where people share their favorite books. Well, now there's Good Pods, a social app brought to you by former MSNBC host JJ Ramberg, who I had the great privilege of honor, uh, honor and privilege of interviewing uh, last week. Uh, she and her brother ken started this company it is just fantastic so if you're looking for your next great podcast this is a place you want to go uh visit download this app and check out good pods i want to talk about also something that i forgot to mention my good friend marcia reynolds my friend and my coach i think every great coach needs a great coach and she's the number one female coach in the world I meant to show her book. I didn't get that ready, but uh, Coach the Person, Not the Problem. That comes out tomorrow, folks. Tomorrow, June 2nd. So head over to Amazon.com and pick up Coach the Person, Not the Problem. Uh, Great book for coaches, but also a great book for leaders. And finally, uh, we are on Keep Leading Live. But what I want you to uh, know, of course, is to head over to uh, if you're listening to this uh, broadcast and you have an Apple iPhone or Apple device, it's very helpful if you head over to uh, the podcast section and give us a like. And if you would be so kind, give us a star rating and a review if you enjoy what you're hearing on the Keep Leading podcast. And if you want to get the details of the show, today's show was Tasha Yurk. Uh She's an organizational psychologist and best-selling New York Times author. And so what you'll get on this on the actual Keep Leading uh, Podcast page, KeepLeadingPodcast.com or KeepLeadingLive.com is you get every episode. So you get the videos that go with the episode, you get the transcript, and you get the links. So if an author has a book such as Tasha, you have all of that in one spot. So we want you to be able to go and get those resources. Okay. So before we took the break, we were talking about your leadership journey. And when we're talking about your leadership journey and the businesses you've started, all things you've done, uh, there's some other very impressive things that you've done. And and I want to talk about this. Sure. You're great at not just starting businesses and helping entrepreneurs, but you're great at branding. And you're so good at branding. I understand the White House calls you and asks you to work with folks on branding and give advice. Can you tell us about that?
2: Sure. I mean, listen, the White House calls me, you know, every morning just for my advice on how to run a country. <laughs> don't, why are you laughing, Eddie? See, that's not nice. No. <laughs> no, but, but indeed, Eddie, I've, you know, it's been, you know, listen, these are White House, U.N., Congress. These are just esteemed things, politics totally aside. But it was an honor. I think what happened was, is that I was. Um, uh, I, through, through the content, through online content, they were looking for something. And this is at the time when President Obama was in office, as I think right before they, you know, I forgot the year, but whatever, 2015, 16, meaning when they weren't sure whether they'd be in office the next year. And they said, Ramon, some, <coughs> some of our staff are here. We're looking to build our personal brands, whether we're in office or out. So I went there to the White House and gave a two, three hour seminar on it. it was one of the, I think, uh, the White House, the executive office of the president. I never forget the letter that came into me. So that was one, and then Eddie, uh, the second thing, as, as you noted, that happened was when Congress invited me. And again, that was through a relationship that I had. I was just saying, how can I serve? How can I help? What do you need? And it so happened because this is dated now, so I'll say it. I think Marcus Lemonis, the prophet, was scheduled to appear and be on this panel. In fact, JJ Ramberg was one of the people on the panel as well, who you mentioned, and uh, he couldn't make it. And lo and behold, they're like, "Hey, Ramon, the billionaire TV show host, uh, 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 Marcus Lemonis can't come." could you from New Jersey, maybe you could show up. So I did. And uh, those are some acts of distinction that I was really happy to have. But yes, branding is my jam, Eddie. I love it. Um, It's something I'm passionate about. As you're passionate about leadership, for me, it's all about the personal brand. Uh, And I think that that was an honor to be known that I was in the White House teaching staff uh, about personal branding. That was really cool.
0: That is an honor. Absolutely. And I understand that your White House honors didn't end there, that uh, later on, a certain president asked for your advice. (laughs)
2: <laughs> that is correct. That is correct. I don't know if I'll <laughs> word it that way, but I'll take that. And that happened beforehand. President Barack Obama, at the, yes. at the beginning of his term, How I cool was, is uh, that? interviewed him on his first live video chat. And that was interesting, Eddie. That was just an experience, you know, we were having, and I have it kind of saved as a loop. Hello, Ramon. Hello, Ramon. Hello, Ramon. Hello, Ramon. You know, uh, have his his the president, which is a cool. You know, it's it's a, the, the most powerful uh, man, woman, hopefully, possibly one day, a leader in the free world. Uh, interviewing him so that was a cool market distinction a lot of hoops to go through how that happened even three hundred thousand people applied several interviews i had to go through rearrange my whole living room because this was not this was whenever that would have been over 10 years ago or something like this but you know, I was but, okay. you know it was that long okay when he was first in office first when he was first okay. in office but that was that still goes back to personal branding because i had to go through the interviews i had to go through the the um the voting and, and the and picking you and selecting you and whittling it up to the top 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 mm-hmm. so <clears throat>
0: Excellent. Well, that's pretty awesome. And then I heard you say something that was pretty interesting. You said to ask for a smile, yes, not a sale, when you're working in business. Yes, talk about that.
2: Absolutely. And I think that, as you know, Eddie, as I said, my journey has been on leadership. I'm happy to learn on that. But I think that ask this going back to beyond leadership, I think sales is fundamentally most important. If you cannot make a sale, you do not have a have a business. So well, I find that many leaders, Eddie. They focus on the selling, selling, selling. Let's take these uh, you know, iPod uh, thingamajiggies here. Eddie, can you buy it? Eddie, can you buy it? Eddie, can you buy it? That leaves you with a binary answer, yes or no. But if instead I say, hey, I'm Ramon. I like to listen to jazz music uh, through my headphones. Do you too? Eddie says, yes. He's in my funnel. He's a friend now. Or, hey, you know what? I like to clean my ears once a day. Do you? Whatever. You know, mm-hmm. and that's where you're asking for the smile just to connect and be a friend and build my fan base, build my funnel. Because at first you're just trying to make money and ask for sale. That's fleeting. That goes and comes. But if you're my friend first, if I can know, like, and trust you, as John Jant says, a great book, Duct Tape Marketing, another marketer says all the time, that I think is the most powerful experience. Because two times, I think too often business owners are a bit short-sighted mm-hmm. and they're they're so focused on the sale-to-sale they're not focused on on, get, on building the community. And I'm guessing, Eddie, turning back to leadership is that I wonder if that happens with leadership. I don't know, but I'm imagining you're so focused on getting Jenny to perform, getting Jenny to turn that widget or do that. I wonder if you didn't take enough time to know how's her mom doing, to know, yes. is Jenny even doing the right thing in your company? So I see some parallels though. Sometimes we want short-term gains, gains at the risk of long-term rewards.
0: Very nice. Very nice. Thank you, Raymond. Raymond, something else that you've talked about a lot is community building. And so when you talk about uh, both this branding component, the, the entrepreneurship, when we talk about leadership, really t- goes nicely with
2: this concept of community building. Talk about that a little bit, if you would, please. Yeah, sure. I'll talk about it a little bit in the context of leadership, which is more your specialty, but I'll give it what I think it may mean and be helpful. And then I'll turn it to the branding. So I think as a leader, you can lead, as, as, and those who are listening who are experts, you know this. I'm talking as a, as a young uh, pup, as a babe here. But I think that as a leader, you can lead, be the boss by dominance. You must do this. I'm going to withhold your check. You're not going to get a raise. That's one way to get somebody to do what you want. But how much better is it that when you the boss, the leader come into the office, people feel great. They don't feel that when you leave the room they got to take a shower. When you call them to the office, they don't feel like, "Oh no, why?" So I think my point is that aspect of building community. Let's take another example, Eddie. Let's talk about selling, uh, you know, a pocket knife here, okay? Mm-hmm. Pocket knife I have. The best companies in the world You know, big brands and small brands, instead of me trying to sell this knife, it's let me get all the hunters together to talk. Let yes. me get all the people in the kitchen who like to cut meat or whatever it is, vegetables together to talk. So my point being, this aspect of community building, I think, is very important because you'll find that if you build a community, if you build a tribe, as Seth Godin talks about, if you build a fan base, Gary Vaynerchuk, Vaynerchuk and others talk about these sometimes, mm-hmm. I think that's much more sustainable, Eddie. That's much more, that locks you in. Many yes. people around this time, as we're doing this, talking, this discussion, COVID and other things are happening, Eddie, yes. they're worried about you know staying in business. But should I lower my price or not? Things like this. In good times, especially, a strong community, it goes far. One more thing I'll say is Peter Luger, uh, the famous restaurant in New York area. I think they're only in New York Steakhouse. I was listening to the vice president talk, Eddie, and he was saying that even though times are tough, they're getting back to business slowly because they have a strong, loyal fan base. So if you're selling something just transactionally, just based on money, it's okay. You'll make some money there. But how much better because Eddie Turner's buying it because he's a raving fan. He'll take his shirt off Mm -hmm. and wave it, you know, (laughs) to buy your product.
0: I I think I'll leave it on for now, but I get your point. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and so we're moving toward our our wrap up here. But if you have any questions for Raymond Ray, go ahead and drop it into the chat box. Let us know that you're here. If you've tuned in, hit the like button. If you would like to let other people know you like what you're hearing, let us know what you like, what you're hearing and share with your friends. Hit the share button so that it goes to their network as well. Uh, by the way, uh, we talked about your work in the White House and interviewing President Obama, which is so cool. Uh, but you do both sides of the aisle. You also interviewed someone else. That's right,
2: that's right. That was very fun. I was uh, uh, talking about Ivanka Trump. Yes, yes, I am. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So that was a good opportunity with her. I, I applied to attend the Global uh, Entrepreneurship Summit, uh, and this was and this is a worldwide, global event where you have different delegations from around the world come, and usually our highest executive. As it were, as part of that, whether it happened to be the president, it could be secretary of state or others. And this term, I think that would have been two years ago or so, I believe it was, mm-hmm. is when uh, Ivanka Trump led the delegation for the United States. So lo and behold, I get a letter from the State Department saying, Ramon, you're invited to attend the Global Entrepreneurship Summit and join Ivanka Trump's delegation. Now, did I go in Air Force One? Was I able to be in her plane? No. However, I have a selfie with Ivanka Trump where she was on stage. So that was pretty cool <laughs> for me to be able to again. Eddie. And this personal branding rubric, it's about these small things that add credibility, that add some cash <laughs> to what you do, and not in a negative way, but to put you, this world is a competitive. So that was really cool to be, one, an Indian, have Indian food, what, 10 days straight, forgot how long I was there, okay. uh, but really to be with Ivanka Trump. And Modi was there. Um, uh, Modi tried to call me several times and get my insight and have dinner with him, but <laughs> I couldn't arrange that, <laughs> joking there, but it was it was a good opportunity and well, to see that in action.
0: I, I take my hat off to you. You've definitely imbued some of the best. And I love the fact you, have uh, even at the highest levels of government, you've done both sides of the aisle. And that's something that uh, I wish we all could say. Uh, so kudos to you. I appreciate you being here, man. It's been so enjoyable talking to you. What is the overall message you want to leave our listeners with who are listening today?
2: Yeah, I'd say two things. I think or a few things. I think on the marketing side, listen, build your fan base, build your community, Uh, And sales is important, but build a fan base first. I think as a leader, as a young pup in leadership, I would say that there's so many people out there that are building businesses that are struggling along because the flash and bling of marketing, of how do I use Facebook, how do we live streaming, how do I use Twitter is out there, which is important. Me and Eddie are in this game, right? We're doing this now. But I, I tell you, leaders keep saying what you're saying because that message of leadership is so important. And most small businesses don't know about leadership. We, we're just not taught it natively. We're all, the bling is there. How to do Twitter retargeting. We all know that. How to build your funnel. That's billions of books on that. But I think the big corporations know leadership, right? Elon or others, whoever it is, they're hiring these people. But us smaller guys and gals, we don't. So keep what you're doing. Leadership is everything. A wonderful.
0: And speaking of leadership being everything, this is Keep Leading Live, part of the Keep Leading podcast series. we like to get your favorite piece of advice you've
2: ever had as a leader or your favorite leadership quote to help our leaders keep leading. You listen, for me, I think it's a, c- a couple come to mind. One, life is a journey. I think that's one. I think being humble. Uh, I think that Churchill, man, what a... Woo! wow, that was like, you could drop science going through the toughest of times. So those are a few things that come to mind for me. Churchill, like them. And I probably could think of others as well. But you said one, so I think I've said 75 by now. Sorry about that. I'll take it. (laughs) Where can my listeners learn more about you? Yeah, absolutely. RamonRay.com, SmartHustle.com. And if those don't work, check out Eddie Turner as well.
0: (laughs) So Ramon, we're going to put the locations to get you into the chat box. uh, uh, I'm sorry, (laughs) to the chat box. We're going to put those locations... uh, into the show notes. i going to put you. that into the show notes so that when folks are listening to this, because uh, this goes out two ways. This is the live broadcast. This will live on these three locations. But then in a couple of months or so, I'm going to release this as a regular podcast episode. And nice. so folks will have this on their devices. You'll have a page on the Keep Leading Live uh, site oh, as well as keepleadingpodcast.com. And folks will be able to, to get more b- information about you there. Awesome. Thank you for being a guest Thanks Thanks for Keep having Leading me. Live. You're welcome. Thanks for everything you do. Appreciate it. I appreciate that. And I want to say thank you to you for listening. Uh, that concludes this episode, everyone. But I do want to remind you or invite you to come on back and join me for the next episode at our normal day, which is Mondays. So Monday, June 1st at 1.10 p.m. Central Standard Time, my special guest will be another New Yorker. This will be the chief financial officer, and she's a New York technology pioneer. She's amazing. Beth polish come back on monday and uh, hang out with me and beth polish here on these same channels i'm eddie turner the leadership accelerator reminding you that leadership is not about our title or our position uh as raymond said leadership is everything (laughs) but uh leadership is activity it's action it's not the case of once a leader always a leader it's not a garment we put on and take off we must be a leader at our core and allow it to emanate in all we do. So whatever you're doing, always keep leading.
1: Thank you for listening to your host, Eddie Turner on the Keep Leading Podcast. Please remember to subscribe to the Keep Leading Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen. For more information about Eddie Turner's work, please visit eddieturnerllc.com.
2: Thank you for listening to C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.